fellow riders, this is your host, Rusty James. It is Wednesday, November 4th, 2015, and this is The Ride. Well, it's shaping up to be another beautiful November day. I, I can't tell you how excited I am about that fact because I remember one year when all of November was just pure snow and I don't want that again. So I think we had about 72 degrees here in the southwest part of Michigan yesterday. We should have the same thing today and even tomorrow. So I'm busting out of bed early to get to work so I can get my stuff done so I can get back home while I've got some sunshine. Because I'll tell you what, yesterday I told you I was going to take an afternoon off. Well, I did. I, I uh, was honest with my employer and I let him know that I wanted to take the afternoon off. And uh, so I ended up getting out of there about 2 o'clock ish got home and I took care of some business now let me tell you what you need to do is you need to check out the podcast where I'm talking about thickets you go to the Facebook page and you'll see a picture of the thicket that I had and I might uh, post an updated picture of that because last night I ripped that sucker out so of course you get to check out that podcast where I'm talking about thickets to understand a little bit more about it but it was very cathartic to yank that nasty old brush away from my barn. Getting that old old stuff out of the way, it gets my mind on the future. It gets my mind anticipating what I'm going to do in that spot where I yanked out that thicket. It gives me hope. So as we yank out the thickets in our heart, the thickets that have over overwhelmed certain parts of our life and we let the Lord get at it and pull it out it gives you hope so that's just a little nugget of extra today so the other things I was doing last night what was that okay so I um, had plenty of time plenty of sunshine I just love being outside doing that kind of stuff knocking things off my to-do list like crazy cleaned up a my 4x4 so I could get that thing working. It's not much for recreation as much as uh, just, I don't know, a little bit of work. It's like a work vehicle for your land. But I do have a little bit of fun on it. So I think I'll be able to get that running now. Uh, what else did I do? Has some old countertops that I had to clean up and protect. I'm going to put those in a barn they actually came out of my old kitchen. <laughs> I told you yesterday I'm not a pack rat. Well, maybe just a little bit of a pack rat, but I am going to use those things, so it's not a problem. If you're going to use it, go for it. Use it, whatever it is you're hoarding. But if you're hoarding it just for the sake of hoarding, God help you, and I will help you. I'm, I'm praying a silent prayer right now for, for those who do that. That thing can be a weight around your neck and you don't even know it. And I pray that the Lord will let you see that and that you will be able to release these things that really have control over you. 
And the Lord doesn't want other things to have control over you. He wants to be the controller because he's a good one. And what he does in your life helps you bring you to a new place of freedom and hope if you follow his lead. So I was listening to my buddy Max McLean on Bible Gateway this morning. A little bit of 2 Corinthians chapter 3. A couple things stood out. Thought I'd share them with you. Do you know that you're competent? You're a competent minister. That's what the Bible says. You're competent. If the Word of God is flowing through you and you are speaking the Word of God, you, my friend, are competent. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Whether it be human or spiritual, don't let a report that goes against that Word, don't let that report stand against you. You, my friend, are a competent minister of the Word of God. Boom! No stopping you. I encouraged teens yesterday to, if you're into the YouTube thing and want to get the word out, do it. Fear no man. Just turn off, turn off comments or something if, you, if you're worried about getting flamed out. Don't worry, it'll take a while to grow an audience, probably. I'm finding that out. I am on YouTube, by the way. For those who like to listen, or rather watch a podcast, I'm on YouTube. But I will tell you, I don't videotape my face. It's too pretty for video. <laughs> but I did want to put it up there because, you know, I don't know, someday... Somebody's going to come across it and the Word of God's going to speak into their life. I believe it. Hey, and thank you for those who have been letting me know that this is making a difference. It really means a lot to me. I mean, I kind of knew it. In the spirit, I knew it. But it's also good to get some feedback in the natural that, you know, I mean, I, we know it, right? We know it. When the Word of God goes forth, if we believe the Word of God, then we know that when the Word goes forth, it does not return void. We know that. But it's also good to get some confirmation, right? So thanks. Thank you, guys. So what else did I do last night? So I have all these shelves that I used to have, you know, those plastic shelves that you can break down and They've got the tubes that are supports. Anyway, I had some of those kind of things in an old shed at my land that I now do not own. It's been sold. But that shed was kind of, it was hurting a little bit and, you know, it had a little bit of animal life in there. So before I wanted to use these shelves in my new barn, which is a little bit cleaner setup than the old shed. I wanted to clean them off. So I took my own advice yesterday, listened to Rusty James' podcast, and that's where he told me I need to involve my kids in the things that I'm doing. And maybe the job doesn't get done as fast, but hey, there's together time and learning time. And what was really exciting is that my wife... I think caught the vibe from that podcast and encouraged my son to come out and join me while I was doing all this afternoon chore stuff, which I love doing that. 
I'm weird, I think. I think I'm weird. Some people would love to skip work and, you know, go to a movie or watch the game or veg and eat. I don't know. I left work so I could go home and work. But I just love working working at the house. That's just me. So anyway, Seth, my son was interested in helping out. And I was interested in having him help out. So he helped me paint some things. He really wanted to help out. So I made an opportunity and and said, yeah, let's do this thing. And that was really nice. But those shelves, back to those shelves. So I took all those shelves and we got a power washer hooked up and let him do the majority of that work. Because, hey, power washer. That to him right now is like... An online video game. Since our internet's not so fast, that's how he's taking care of business. Power cleaning. So I wanted to get those things cleaned off before I put them into service. And I can guarantee you, those suckers are cleaned off. You could eat off them. See, what else was 2 Corinthians talking about? We're competent ministers of the gospel. Oh, I know what it was talked about how we go, as we mature in Christ, what the maturing process is, is like the embodiment of the glory of God. And back in the Old Testament, the glory of God was something to be veiled. You, you had to veil yourself from it. It was overwhelmingly powerful and you couldn't stand it is overwhelming. And I think, you know, I I think the reason is, is because Jesus hadn't come yet. Sin had not been eradicated from humanity. And the glory of God, one thing about the glory of God, sin will burn up in its presence. It's kind of like the the story in the New Testament where uh, Ananias and Sapphira, I think those are the names, where they lied to the disciples about giving part of the sale price of some land that they sold to the church. They lied about it, and they died, boom, done. That's one way to preach tithing. I think it's a little harsh. I don't think most people will preach on that when they're talking about tithing. By the way, tithing, that's giving a tenth of your increase. Do you know what? Do you know what percent of your increase can be attributed to God who created the very breath in your lungs? I'll just give you a minute to think about that. That's right. 100% of your increase is due to the Lord. And he asked for 10%. Yesterday I was talking about how God doesn't really make us go through things just to see how we do. He already knows the answers, but he has us go through things so that we can see how we do. And we can see the glory of God manifest in our life as we've gone through that thing. And then we can be encouraged that, yeah, you know, he is going to back me up when I go through something like this. God is there for me. That's kind of how it works. Well, Tithing is the same way. I wasn't planning on talking about tithing, but... And by the way, it does talk about tithing in the Old and the New Testament. 
Jesus even talks about it. So you're you're not off scot free if you can't find the scripture because it's there. I think it, Jesus said, uh, I don't know, something like um, talking about loving your neighbors and tithing, and and Jesus says something to the effect of, uh, you know, these things you should have done, meaning the tithing, but you've neglected the most important thing, or I don't know. You know which one I'm talking about. Point is that he's talking about tithing. And what I'm saying about tithing is, it's not so much that God needs your money. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. But what he needs is your heart. And if that money's in the way of giving your full heart to him, being all in with him, then that's your idol, that's your God. Money is your God. Don't let that be your God. It's a really poor master. It will it will not treat you good. If money is your master, it will not treat you good. Glory to glory. As we mature in Christ, it's the glory of God that's manifest in our life. So you can be encouraged that as you go through things and you, you get new growth, you, you, you learn new things from the Lord, and you apply those things in your life and you start to see things change, that is the glory of God. And because we're on this side of the cross, meaning Jesus Christ took care of the sin problem, the, the glory doesn't have to be veiled anymore. We can be, I think 2 Corinthians 3 is talking about how the fact that because of that, we can be completely walking in boldness, full of the glory of God, active in our life. That's why I'm doing the podcast. I, I don't know why this thing came about, but I really feel like I got some boldness and I don't, I'm not too shy about getting the word out about the podcast. I hope you don't um, think I'm pushing it too hard or something. I'm, I'm wanting to push God's agenda. That's why I want it to get out. And I believe it's making a difference. So anyway, so that's enough of that. But the glory of God manifests. It's the glory of God that is active. As we go through things, it's the glory of God that's active going bringing us from a plateau to the next plateau. So you can, I don't know, you can rest in a peace, I guess, that that tells you, okay, I'm going through something, but God's glory is working in me to get me through this thing so that it can manifest and can show the world that I got through that thing. And because that happened, I can trust him for the next thing because the world world has got a lot of things (laughs) for us to go through. But it does make it easier when you let the pressure get off of you and place it where it needs to be, which is on the Lord. All we have to do is be obedient followers of the Lord and walk in faith and do the things He's saying. Now, they they go against our natural inclination a lot of times. And that's where the, you know, that's where it sometimes can get hard. But that gets hard for the natural man. But we're new creations. We're a new creation. So... For the spirit man, it it isn't that hard. In fact, that's the way it was designed to be. So if you find it hard to live the Christian life, you might be relying too much on your natural man. I'm just saying. Remember how I was talking about money as a terrible master? I knew a guy once. His job was a money manager. And, you know, uh, if you're one of these guys, more power to you. I don't think I could do it. Because... 
day to day, the markets fluctuate. And you can have a good day and you can have a bad day. And it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with God. But has everything to do with people's perceptions of the market and what stocks and bonds they buy. Unfortunately, this guy that I knew, his day would be either up or down based on external factors like that. And he was a Christian, but he was so devoted to his job that it really could take a toll. And I think he was dealing with a lot of stress and, you know, every day back and forth. I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm not into that field. And so my encouragement to you today, I know I've been all over the map today, but my encouragement to you is that those things in the world that fluctuate, money, opinions of others, emotions of others, how many friends you have on Facebook, those numbers change all the time, how many people have dissed you on Facebook, how many flamers you got, whatever it is. That thing changes day to day, but God does not change. He loves you and he has a glory that he wants to put in your life as you mature from level to level, okay? So you stay in that word and you live in peace, praying for those who persecute you and know that the glory of God rests on you, in you, through you, out of you, into a world that needs to know the glory of God. And you know what? You are competent minister of the gospel and I will see you on the flip.